Okay, welcome back. Uh, a number of things um, going on tonight. We're going to go through the last of the batch, or maybe tomorrow night, of the Chutoseim, Minyanim, and segue, two of them actually segue into the Kibbutz of Aim. Uh, first, I'd like to uh, dedicate the uh, shir tonight. Uh, we're a very brave David. That's Rabbi Wiedemann's father. He just got up from Shivan and today, right? Came straight to the shir, having a chama, neshama having aliyah, and emir uh, Whoever is out the door first after the shir, please go downstairs and tell them to wait because the shliat zibur is here. So if it takes them a minute or two, uh, please uh, make sure they don't start without him. Uh, as well, um, I am very happy the tax season is over. We have back our accountants. Uh, and I'm sure you're all very happy, especially those of you who put the tax return on extension. Uh, so uh, maybe that helped you, maybe you didn't. Um, also, I uh, said I was going to mention this Shabbat Shuvah, so please remind me. But uh, contrast, a Rufu uh, Shalema, uh, I don't normally mention the foolish line is in absentia. Uh, one is here. Uh, both uh, had back and knee related problems. You just mentioned to me that Mel's going to be out for a few weeks more. He's recuperating in Helen Hayes, a double knee replacement. So uh, he's listening. So we wish him a foolish lemma and we will save his seat. Uh, so in case you notice, he's missing for a while. Um, he actually has a schaalicha coming to the shears. So he wouldn't notice he wasn't here on Shabbos. That's why I'm mentioning it. And uh, not to contrast the two, it was a double knee replacement. I don't think they let you out. But Dr. Kamineski, who's not afraid of anything medical, uh, is, his back is uh, more than slightly out. <laughs> and I was uh, surprised, pleasantly surprised to see him tonight. And he told me, I'm not quoting you, this is not your God, this is uh, Heiliger grandfather, told him that if you're ever not feeling well and your Yitzhahara tells you not to come to Shir Yeshiva, pretend like there's a million dollars waiting for you in the chair, what would you do? So, of course, uh, his smart grandchild said he would crawl through broken glass. So, um, just guys, remember that next time somebody calls in sick. Um, well, uh, that's certainly a lesson to be learned, and I think it's a, it's a good line. Certainly said as a four-year-old doctor, I don't know how you thought of that line. That's pretty good. So, or three, I don't know how old you were then, but it's certainly true. And the Mitzvah Shem, everybody should continue to come in good health, and when they're... Uh, Councils are bothering them. They should come first to the shear and then have them out the next day. I think that was it uh, for the Rafur Shalimas and the uh, and the other Inyanim. Um, let me go to the few that I got. Uh, some of them are from a month ago. We didn't get to it yet. And a couple of them were for over Ben Azmanim. All continue to be very fascinating. And I actually have a Tzad Lahokal on the two or three items we're going to bring up. I think we can make a lot of all of them, but the, the Shaivas are good based on the sugya. Uh, first of all, the sugya coming up shortly is Kibbutz of Aim, and Mother's Day and Father's Day is coming up. Sometime in the next month or two, I don't observe it. Sometime in the spring, what I remember. So, many people claim it's a Gai Shazach, and we don't celebrate it. So there's certainly no Inyan to celebrate it, unless... This is why these shaylas are so important. Besides the sugya, if you want to be machmer, so to speak, and not keep it, not a humra, just there's no union to do it just because they said it's Father's Day. But if your parents are very into it and expecting it, and it's not usher, then you might have a kibbutz of aim shayla and not bringing them breakfast in bed 
or sending them a note or buying them a new car or whatever you do every Mother's Day and Father's Day. And that's where it makes a huge nafkamina of whether it's really us or not. I don't believe it's us. Remember, this you should know in your sleep. The Ramaz Marik, if it's uh, something we don't understand, where Cheshish might be rooted in Avodah or Kishuf, or Pritzis, and therefore we can't do it into this of the race of Mitam Vadai, according to Ramesha. The Gra'ad, Shittus Taisus, it's a Dover Shoshtus. Mother's Day and Father's Day is very understandable, very clear cut, not rooted in Avodah Zarah Kishuf, not inherently Pritzis Dick. The only time that we have is that, as we will learn over the next few months, every day is Father's Day and every day is Mother's Day, and it's not a Yiddish Azach to separate and uh, highlight one day and then forget about it the rest of the year. I don't think that makes sense to the rights of Sam. You could kind of that. No, it's inherently Goyish because if you highlight one day a year, showing we don't uh, put it in a pedestal the rest of the year. No, no. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. That's why we didn't think of it because every day is Father's Day and Mother's Day. That, in my mind, does not create an iser. It creates a situation where you shouldn't be dafka keeping it if there's no reason to because they did make it up and there's no reason to do it because we should be emphasizing it every day. So that's a reason not to do it. That's not a reason to say that if your parents are expecting it, it's usher. That's where the coolers come in is when it's expected. Uh, I saw a hand go up. Yes? I don't really understand that um, spar so much. It's Which one, the cooler? No, every day you have to do um, shuva. But there are days that are more for shuva, like it says shuva. If we have a yontif in our calendar, then there's a chiv to keep it. Either medaraisim, medavonim, tamminik. If they make it up, that certainly, not only doesn't it trigger a, a chiv for us, it might cause us to back away, and rightfully so. But not every day people give presents to their mothers. No, so we're against, so we don't put it this way. If it was something that was good for the Jews, Chazal would have been misaken it, or the Minigestral would have adopted it before they thought of it. Chazal would have made it. Yes, or or there would have been an old Minig going back to um, either way back Europe, Bovel, or somewhere else. The mere fact that we don't have it shows that it's not a Yiddish Hazach. That's that's why it's a good Shaila. Lamaisa, if uh, something is not and it's Daraisa, and it's and it's Ruti Mekel for Shalom Bayis, and the parents expect it. Uh, you got to pick your battles. That's why I don't really hold medicine. It's awesome. About three coolers tonight. It's an interesting way to finish off a sugya. But uh, Lamaisa, the more you understand about the sugya, the more things you bump into that you never dreamed were usher and are. And but then you have to apply the principles and figure out when mitam Shalom things are mutter. You can't do isur for Shalom, but if it's not strictly usher, then or there's a tzad l'hokol, then you have to know where to be makol if the situation warranted. It doesn't mean I don't celebrate it. It's not marked in our house. Nobody in my house knows when it is. So, uh, and keep it that way if it's not necessary. I'm just mentioning what I believe is the is the ikar adin. Well, not within the house. Let's say the wife wants to celebrate, the husband doesn't. So, so for their own children, not external to the parents. You mean she should tell the children to get her breakfast in bed? Okay. I, I don't believe it's also. The tzad... Ta'asr is that it is not a Yiddish Aminig, and it clearly isn't, or else he would have thought of it. Not that we can't uh, have something they think of Chochmah Begayim Taimen, but this is not an area, because this sort of like says, yeah, you got to do it once a year. It's, it's so important, it's in the Aserah Zedibris, that we have to focus on it every single day, and there is a risk of highlighting it one day a year. You can argue the opposite, we highlight it every day, and one, once a year we want to show our appreciation. That's why I don't think it's Aserah. I just think that uh, the wife wants to do it. You have to pick your battles with parents and with spouses also. I don't think it's... Uh, 
I don't think it's a big conversation. It's one of these things that, you know, we don't, we don't pick up these things, but if they want to do it, alpha pecan. So that's Legabe, the Kibbut uh, Aim and the Chukla uh, Seim tie-in. Uh, we're going to have another one at the end of this year or, or tomorrow. I want to go back to two of the other Shailas. I took a poll. I asked to take a poll about the Bas Mitzvahs in Monroe. This particular person happened to write in a couple of months ago. He claims that it's not celebrated publicly in Monroe, which didn't surprise me. He said he's not responsible for individual actions. And I think you had a similar report when you checked with the patients. I don't remember uh, what you came back with then. But uh, I, in, in very yeshiva circles and some yeshiva circles, it goes, it's celebrated less and less as you go along, so to speak. And as we saw in the last five months, see uh, them in particular are very good at staying away from Chukasem so That wouldn't surprise me. I think what I was told is they have a surprise, if they do anything, it's a private, yeah. immediate family. Right, right, which is similar to what we have over here. At least on his block, he doesn't see it, uh, but he wouldn't necessarily see it. He did ask a question when he sent in the email, which I thought was interesting. <clears throat> he listened to the sheer about the round birthday cakes, where we also came out local, based on the fact that you can't offer something, even in this sugya, if there's no bona fide suffix. If it's a suffix and we can't trace it, then we the fallback position is it's probably rooted in a Vodazarakish, even if they don't know. But if you have a plausible explanation, which you jumped in right away, I think you said that the standard thing was round and it's easier to do that way, which is good enough for this sugya and that would make it mutter. The fact that the, the Akum who wrote the article on the round cake claimed it was clearly rooted in a Vodazar. That was interesting. He was the one who wanted to be machmer. But... I don't think it's also based on that. <coughs> I did mention at the time that if you happen to be in a store and they're selling square ones around ones, you want to buy a square one, maybe there's a, a Tzad Lachmer uh, on that, but I don't believe that creates an issue. So he was listening to that cheer, was back in February 21st, 2017, Limis We can add that to our uh, sugya. So he uh, wants to know about the pretzel. Now, I'd never thought about pretzels, I'll tell you the truth, as Animaske. Never thought one way or another. Um, come to think of it, it's a little strange in terms of its shape. Like, you know, a person's bent out of shape like a pretzel. It's an expression. Uh, where did it come from? So he was curious, and when he looked up, again, this is why it's important. This question is a good question, but it's not Terry Messini. All the Torah that he found, all agreed. All the non-Jewish sources agreed. It came from Christianity, from the monks, one claimed that he, they wanted the children to learn their prayers, so they made, uh, as a prize, a strip of baked dough, which looked, uh, resembled an arm crossing a chest, and the whole, I don't want to do that, but whatever, I'm trying to, for those who are looking, uh, crossing, and the chest, and the prayer, and the whole, it's all, we don't know about Azar, which might be true, just that the sources he himself, quote, I didn't do any research into it, said that the historical evidence in this is not very concrete. I have another one that's a loop pretzels related to Greek uh, ring bread, uh, derived from communion uh, bread with the monasteries a thousand years ago. It's fascinating to me that everybody in print is saying that it has to do with, it is with Navarazar, but here's again, maybe uh, sounds like a big cooler point to that. It should be Asr. I don't believe pretzels are Asr. I they themselves admit that they don't have any evidence, as opposed to the last thing we had before Yom, remember throwing the coins into the fountains? Many people were quite shocked by that. That has huge stockpiles of pennies and coins in Europe of historical evidence. They found, wherever they found the well, they found small change, and they found the statue. 
So that already is going to be a problem. This is fascinating. I hope it's not true, but I don't believe that would make it also. Everybody hear the chilek, or is that too much of a cool of everybody here? Uh, you can do your own research. Maybe we'll find some other. It is a little strange. Why would somebody make something like a pretzel? It, the kasha is a good kasha. So what's the you, You're uh, making it. You're buying pretzels. No, we're making Jewish bakers are making pretzels. It's not the uh, buying. We're, we're eating it. We're making them. The popular, especially in New much. York. Yeah, <laughs> we're making them. It better. I hope it's not also. I'm just trying to defend why we're eating them and making them. But would that also also pretzel logs? No, because that would defeat the pretzel log is oxymoron. You wouldn't, uh, uh, you wouldn't, the point of this, a point along, pretzel log does make sense. And what about the rails? Right so that's not a pretzel either. I'm saying, if you want to get a good old pretzel like the monks used to make them, <laughs> you gotta fold them. <laughs> so I say, it's just an interesting. I, I, I enjoyed that. It's a good question. L'chaira, according to these sources, it should, this, is, this is classic Hukosayim. Problem is, they themselves say that uh, this is all legend, they don't really have any riots, as opposed to the things we spoke about, like the pennies in the pond have, unfortunately, not only was Asfara correct, the Metsiyah seemed to, seemed to support it. So that's, uh, that's important. If you find concrete riots, that, um, that, uh, that's exactly why they made it that way. We should have to um, revisit it. We would have to revisit it. Okay, that's the second kula. I hate to have too many kulas in a row. As the Gemara says, the basin should matter three things, you know. If it looks, everybody think everything's us, sir. But uh, the third one here was written by one of our Shear members who's actually here today. I'll, that's also the Mama Kemis in the name, only because he, in the email, which is written very well, he was being very Aniva's dick, so I don't want to. Uh, somebody said, even think you shouldn't drive it, drive it home too much. You'll see what I mean in a, min- in a minute. It came from a conversation that we were having. He called me with a Shiloh. And we were discussing the Shiloh, and I think I mentioned during the conversation that, well, that might be an issue, but I don't want to open up a Pandora's box. And then, as I said it, I said, hmm, never thought about that expression before. And then he graciously volunteered to check it out. And sure enough, only bad news, but I have a cooler anyway. You'd be Greek mythology. That's correct. So it just uh, this goes to show you here. There's a Rav who maybe my English is too good. Maybe I shouldn't have used such an expression. But um, where does it come from? So you uh, guessed correctly. Classical mythology: a box that Zeus. The women listening, please shouldn't have any tightness on me. I didn't make this up. Okay. As a matter of fact, I think it's a little bit. Uh, um, in terms of the meat, it's not so nice to the better half. And um, I don't know where they uh, thought of this crazy idea. Classical mythology, a box that Zeus gave to Pandura, the first woman. That's, uh, her name is wrong already. She was not the first woman, I guarantee you that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's neither. I didn't say the Greeks got anything else right. Uh, with strict instructions, she not open it. That's like telling somebody, don't think of the elephant. So I don't like, what do you expect? They have this, like, one-sided, like, the, uh, the women couldn't keep, uh, keep, keep the curiosity out of it. I think that's very unfair. I don't think the men would have done any better. Pandora's curiosity soon got the better of her, and she opened the box. All the evils and misery of the world flew out to afflict mankind. Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Okay. Uh, not, you don't agree with that idea. You're saying uh, it sounds familiar from the Greek mythology, which you never read. Uh, yeah. No, I think, no, this is a lot worse. 
This is no Chava is very complicated. No, 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 no. no, no. Let me defend. Chava is One second. One second. One second. You guys know too much. Because I the, the Nochash pushed her into it literally and figuratively. I know that wasn't the defense, and she tried that defense and it didn't work. I, I, I remember that. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, uh, the, this is unfair. If you give somebody a box, I, I don't want to defend Zeus either. You'll say, well, Zeus is, was their god, and therefore she should listen to instructions. I don't think it's Daimler. You can't make up a crazy, I, now I understand what you meant, but. I, uh, yeah, okay, but the, the difference is that one is the real only true God, the other one is all made up, and interestingly enough, uh, she was told not to eat it, not, not to look at it. Giving somebody a box and tell them not to open the lid is, I think, is too tall an order, if you'd ask me. I don't have to friend for this, uh, this fellow who never existed, Zeus. Uh, but she was told, not, and other reasons were told it wasn't, other reasons didn't resist either. The reason was not to talk No, that was the Dorabano, that was the problem. That was Adam's Gzeira, and he didn't tell her, that's, there's Tehra on that. I just want to point out, just to defend the uh, women folk, Adam also ate it. Remember, Zayasapecha, we were, you know, you guys are all coming off the Palisades because of that. <laughs> Otherwise, you would have been here earlier for nights later. So... Uh, I just think it's a little bit unfair, but uh, they, uh, it's par for the course because this is Greek mythology. Anyway, um, so his next line, I'm just reading the email. If I recall your sherm correctly, admittedly a big if, and that's, that was very nice because Taka missed one very important part, which I will add in. Uh, I guess I want to align to continue using the expression in terms of Hukasem. I don't know, maybe being an evil you used the impression with me. I thought I used the expression with you. Okay, I don't remember exactly where the conversation went, but it, it came up in the conversation. Since no one believes in Zeus and Bandura anymore, and I don't think that person was here that night. You remember Amisha's chuba? Amisha had a very important chiddush l'chumro. Uh, it sounds like a big chiddush to me. I didn't see anybody comment to print one way or another. Amisha said this very clearly. Amisha was talking about the person in public school who wanted to teach, who was asked to teach Greek mythology. They wanted to know as a mutter. So Amisha says, don't tell me that nobody believes in this stuff and it's one big joke. He says, that would be good if the original writers didn't believe in it either. But once it was Usr and the material itself, you're reading something that was written by somebody who actually believed in it, it remains Usr. That was Amesha's Chiddush. So then he goes on to say, if that's not true, then you should teach it, make fun of it, and be mazazel in it. So this heter, Lechaira, would be not forthcoming that quickly, because if the original people, the same people who wrote that, what that teacher wanted to teach, is all the same Greek mythology, which boggles the mind to us how they believe this, but they believed it. And if when the story was written, Pandora was given this box and she opened it and all the misery flew out, then according to that, according to Amesha, wouldn't be able to use it so quickly because they wrote it when the expression came out, they believed it. That's the problem. The answer I believed, and this is uh, my third cool of the evening, um, my answer is I believe it's hard to answer even based on Amesha. Libby, I believe that those are chedek on the far, but even if you, nobody's chedek, you go with this to Ramesha, which is something we have to be, uh, be machmer for. Ramesha is talking about teaching Greek mythology, a whole course about it, and reading the literature in depth, and, and giving you chashivas. The people who dissect these things, it's like the same people who dissect Shakespeare, like it's Rachmala Slan Ter Mesinai, or the Diuk, and what he meant, and what this, and what that. That's giving it chashivas, 
which you're not allowed to do. And Ramesha says a bigger chiddush that even if you're knocking the cheshivas, it's a chesed shaliser. But that's on the actual writing and going through the mice of, of teaching it, learning it, and explaining it. Here we have one small expression being lifted from what is traced back to the Greek mythology. Most of what we assured al was in a somewhat of a Misa. I don't know if you can assure a Deber, which nobody today attaches. Now you'll say, people ask me, the candles, they don't know what comes from... But that's a Misa. You're putting candles on a birthday cake, you're blowing out the candles, and you're making wishes. That already is a, is a Misa, which is easily traceable. We did it without any difficulty at all. Anything to do with fire is ultimately involved in Avodazar, so much so that some of the guy writing I wanted to say the cake itself was from the Avodazar round cake, as we mentioned. That's going to be a problem. A simple expression which nobody attaches any chashivas to, nobody believes in it now, and nobody even knows it's from there, and it's only a deeper, maybe Kimachag, maybe Ramesha would be making. That's my att- I'm not convinced, and I maybe I would think twice about using it. It's pretty entrenched. So, but I don't believe you can answer it. Uh, is there a Tzad Lachmer? Yes, there's always a Tzad Lachmer, not to use an expression from Greek mythology. Especially it's a story that slights women and, um, and talks about their gods. So there is room to your machmer. I mean, by the cool is, I don't know if you can jump on somebody who actually uses the expression. With that, we will segue. I'll throw out what the one thing I'm leaving for tomorrow night, even though we're going to go to the birthdays in Ramesh's Truva, which is really going to segue into uh, Keep It Up Aim. Somebody sent me an email on April 2nd. And he said he was rather surprised. What was he surprised about? That I didn't speak about April Fool's Day. That's why he sent me the email on April 2nd. And as a soundbite, I definitely want to wait till tomorrow night because I had just taken this email out. I put it away right before Pesach. And I just emailed him because he tells over uh, my son here from an Adam Gogol that I find very fantastic to use that word, and I asked him to please get me a source before I even attempt to say it over. So he's going to get that email. He's in Eretz Yisrael, actually. He's going to get it in a few hours, and hopefully I'll hear back tomorrow night. And uh, even if he tells me, well, I'll, I'll reserve comment for what the source is, but I'm going to say what the, what the shayla is. Certainly sounds like one of these very foolish days, certainly according to the gain. It's a davish l'chaira. And it would be also, at least according to the Goyen, maybe according to Amos, it's not Pritzis, maybe not Avodah Zar. There's a lot of Chachma Begayim time in that, but a lot to say about April 1st. All of it is pretty bad Makaris in terms of uh, creating an Isser. He has some amazing, fantastic, incredible story. Um, I'm going to wait till he sends me a source for it, and then we'll maybe we'll speak about that tomorrow night. Uh, what I will reintroduce, we're not going to even start it now, the copy in front of you is a copy from the Igras Meisheb. I quoted part of it in a Lail Shabbos Einig we had not long ago when it was my son's 20th birthday. Those of you who were there. It's a classic, and we're going to see it inside. It talks about uh, how to really focus on a birthday. We had a long discussion on celebrating birthdays, and it also discusses some kibbutz of aim. So we're going to read the first two lines, and then we're going to stop, and Mr. Shem gets to pick it up tomorrow. Atta Badavar, this is written to Ravuven. For his 20th birthday, he was requested to write it. Ruben asked him for some hadracha. I could have called him into the room and given him a hadracha, but he wanted to write it down to Deris, and we're indebted uh, to Ruben for asking, and Yibaldi Mechaim Mechaim for putting it down. 
That's why I spoke it out the Oineg, it was Mordechai's birthday. Now, it's not a bar mitzvah, but 20 alpinister, there's a samachilik, a 13-year-old, a schayev, and all the races are born on Anman Hagim. And he's schayev, rachmala sana, chilo, shabbos, achi, eskilo. The only nafkimina between 19 and 20 is the gabi enchim, de shamayim, and even that, uh, not for now, is the discussion of what that means. But Ramesha is just quoting what the question was. It's a, it's a momentous occasion. And therefore, atoshoyel echlis mayim b'chol yamecha. So, general question, one hadracha for life, 20 is a momentous equation, occasion, and I want hadracha and Ramesha, you would think it would be 19 pages long. A lot to say. Hadracha for life, so Ramesha is godless, uh, boils it down to some very interesting principles, which Mr. Shem will take up tomorrow night.